teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Now shall we pray? Father, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. We give you honor. Thank you for your ever-present spirit. Here we are yielding to the Holy Spirit. Give utterance in the name of Jesus and give understanding. Teach your words. Bless your people. Receive all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. My open scripture today is from Psalm 77. And I want to start to read from verse 6. I read. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart, and my spirit makes diligent search. Now, quickly let me say something about this scripture. That was the state of his heart. He said, I call to remembrance my song in the night. Why my spirit makes diligent search? Why? Because those were days of trouble. Hear what he says from verse 1 up to verse 5. He says, I cried. He was crying. I cried out to God with my voice and he gave air to me. He says, in the day of my trouble, I saw the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. There were days of trouble. Three, I remembered God and was troubled. Days of trouble, remember? I complained. So what do you do? Usually when you diligently are searching and you can't get. The natural man resort to complaining. Resort to grumbling. He said, I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. That's what complaining does. He says, you hold my eyelids open in some near. I'm so troubled that I cannot speak. He said, I have considered the days of all the years of ancient times. And that was when I called to remember my song in the night. I'm now meditating within my heart and my spirit is making diligent search. Pause here for a minute. Let me just say this quickly. Every season of life has a song. The song here is song of trouble. Song of complaints. Songs of searching and not finding, apparently. Songs of an overwhelmed spirit. Songs of lost hope. Part of the song that characterizes trouble season. Hear this. Say, will the Lord cast off forever? You talk of losing hope. And will the Lord be favorable no more? Verse 8. Has his mercy ceased? But the mercy of God endures forever. But see, that's what happens when we are troubled. At that time, it begins to look to us like God cannot do it anymore. It begins to look like the trouble is stronger than the God we serve. He says, has his promise failed forevermore? Verse 9. He says, has God forgotten to be gracious? <laughs> Will the most gracious forgotten to be gracious? Can you imagine? The human heart, really, when in trouble, is unpredictable. It's all songs of woe, songs of fear. Songs of hopelessness. Songs of destitution and despondency. When trouble comes knocking on the door. That season of life has its own songs. Nine again, has God forgotten to be gracious? 
as his anger shot up his tender mercies. Wonderful. Then look at verse 10. It says, and I said, this is my anguish. This got nothing to do with God now. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. In other words, I am making a choice. Nothing seems to be changing. It doesn't look like I'm finding any solution, as it were. But you see, the song I'm singing will not bring me respite. Will not bring me deliverance, as it were. I had better begin to change my song. So I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. And surely I will remember your wonders of old. Hallelujah. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Glory be to God in the highest. Now can you see two songs? One back to back. One song was actually describing the situation. By this I mean the thoughts of the heart. The words of the mouth. Then the actions based on what you're experiencing. So what do we get? Insomnia. Complaints. Anger. Anguish. Fear, hopelessness, even thinking that God is not able anymore. Say, but if I continue this way, it's a downward spiral. No, this is my anguish. I will remember, hallelujah, verse 10. I will remember the years of the right hand of God. Rather than continuously meditating on the problems, let me remember, let me meditate on the goodness of God, on what he has done in the past, his wonders of old. I'm going to limit myself to talking about this, to thinking about this, and my song has changed. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, listen to me. Know what that's saying? Clearly, we are all products of influence. And we are all influenced by our environment. We are products of our environment through influence. We think, we speak, we act, we behave like our environment. Like what is happening. Like what is prevalent in our environment or what is constantly happening, what is trending in our environment. And so we expect what in the natural is expected in our environment. So we're all a product of influence. You see, give me a scripture about that. Why do you think the Bible will say to us in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 that do not conform to this world but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hallelujah. It says that you may be able to prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So in other words, this may be prevalent in my environment. This may be consuming everybody. If I don't change my mindset, if I maintain the same mindset like everybody, I will go the same direction as everybody. Because we are all being affected. We are all being influenced. The fact is the reality in the physical. But to get a different result, I have to think differently. And thinking differently will make me speak differently. Will make me act differently. Then I can really say that my song in that season is different. The psalmist called it, I remember my song in the time of old. Then I said, no, no, this is my anguish. I'm going to change my melody. I'm going to change my lyrics. 
Glory be to God in the highest. So the Bible says that do not be conformed, but be ye transformed. Look at the same scripture in the Amplified Bible. It says, do not be conformed to this world, that is to this age. In other words, refuse to be fashioned after, refuse to be adapted to the external, the superficial custom. Say, but be transformed, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitude, you got it, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the things which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Hallelujah. So you can see that basically what he's saying is this, the system of where you stay goes in this direction, ravaged by sin, lived only by the senses, controlled by the flesh. Say, but you are now born again. You are now spiritual. Don't conform. Everybody's conforming. You can be transformed. You can be different. And so make a difference. Glory be to God in the highest. I think it's better put if we turn to the book of Ephesians in chapter 2. You see it better there. The same principles that spiritually hold that governs in the physical the same principles. Look at what he says in Ephesians chapter 2. Now look at it from the Amplified Bible straight away. He says, And you he made alive when you were dead, but is slain by your trespasses and sins. Say, Pastor, this is spiritual. Exactly spiritual, but follow me closely. Verse 2. It says, In which at one time you walked. Now get it right. You walked. You habitually walked. In other words, your habits were defined by the time, by that season, you were following the course and fashion of this world. Can I say again? The fashion of this world. You were under the sway of the tendency of this present age. You were following the prince of the power of the air. You were obedient to and under the control of the demon spirits that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience. The careless, the rebellious, the unbelieving will go against the purpose of God. Now hold it there. I'm still going to continue. What are we saying? You who today are standing as saint of God. There was a time in your life when your song was not different from the song of others. Your thinking, your speaking, that's your words, your actions, your customs were exactly the customs of your environment. The Bible says, even up to now, which is ruled by demons and spirits and the devil until the day you met with Christ. You began to find a new set of values in Christ contrary to what is common. And the truth is, if you don't hold firmly to the new values you found in the person of Christ, that is by holding on to Christ Jesus, you will just easily be swept along. And that's why in Romans 7, said, do not conform. You can be transformed. You can swim against the tide and master it. Now, let's continue. Look at verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 2 in the Amplified Bible. It says, Among these, we as well as you once lived. So our lifestyle, our words, our thinking, our manners of life was everything like that. Among these, we as well as you once lived and conducted ourselves in the passions of our flesh. That is our behavior governed by our corrupt and sensual nature. You got it. Our behavior, our attitude our customs, our habits defined by our environment. That's it. 
So at this time, we're obeying the impulses of the flesh and the thoughts of the mind. Our cravings dictated by our senses and our dark imaginings. So we were then by nature, children of God's wrath and hairs of his indignation, like the rest of mankind. We were no different. Look at verse 4. Say, but God, hallelujah, come on, every shout, but, but. Now, what I'm saying is this. Life's about to change here. And when your life changes, your thoughts will change. Your words will change. Your actions will change. Your attitude will change. Permit me to say, then your songs will be songs of another season. You are living one season for another. Remember, the psalm says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. Glory be to God in the highest. But God, so rich is he in his mercy. Because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loves us. So God loves so much. You can imagine God who is so rich in mercy. God whose mercy is inexhaustible in Psalm 77. said he began to look to me like his mercies were shut up. His mercies have failed. Can you imagine what troubles can bring one's way? Again, let me say this. What song are you singing? Are you still singing the old song or the new song? Say the new song. Oh yeah. The old song, song of old, song that conforms, song that flows with the environment, song that flows with anything the world has to offer, any terrible thing, any bad thing, any wicked thing, any lie, any fear, any failure, I mean, makes you feel alone, makes you feel abandoned, or songs that is filled with the fact that now I know I'm complete in him with the head of all principalities and powers. I know it is in him I live, I move, and I have my being. Oh yeah, things may be harsh out there, but I know that greater I see there is in me. What song are you singing? Every season has a song. Now you can be a born again child of God and still sing the old song. But the Bible will have me remind you quickly that if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. New creation sings new songs. All things are passed away, all things have become new. What songs are you singing? I've come this line to prove to you that, look, every man is a proof of his environment. Even spiritually, we're told that, hey, you can't afford to mess around with your environment spiritually. Otherwise, you will behave worse than those who are not born again. So the question is, how can I apply this? Psalm 40 verse 1 says, remember, it says, I cried unto the Lord, and he hearkened to my voice. He says, then he saved me from a horrible pit and saved me from the merry clay. Put my feet upon solid ground. Where is that? I cried unto the Lord. So the issue is not crying. The issue is what are you crying for? Are you crying in a hopeless manner? Or you are crying knowing fully well that I only need to connect and I know. I'm talking of you just living by faith. He said, he now put a new song in my mouth. What does that tell you? Every season has a song. Every season has his song and every new season has his song it's a new song glory be to god in highest and what about this new song what characterizes it come on still in verse 3 of psalm 40 he said this song centers on the praise of god this song will always remember the years of the right hand of god come on psalm 77 verse 10 this song will remember his mighty works of old and that God is able. Hallelujah. What does this song do? This song casts down every imagination that seeks to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. That's right. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. What do you think was happening in Psalm 77? The trouble was trying to cast a shadow over the knowledge of God. He said, oh, 
I diligently search. I remember my song of old. Then I began to say, has God cast us away forever? Has his mercy failed forever? Can you see? Say, I'm complaining bitterly now. Then I remember that it is my infirmity. So what does the devil try to do? He tried to keep you singing the old song. The old song is always antagonistic to God. It magnifies your problems and your fears and your failures. But the new song, in spite of the problems, glorifies God. And that's why in Psalm 40, it says, He's put a new song in my mouth. Praises to my God and to our God. It says, many will sit and fear. Can you imagine? The whole world is going in one direction. The whole world is singing one song. The whole world is living in perpetual fear. And the whole world is living, expecting of constant failure. And here comes someone who is singing a new song. We say, yes, even if this be, I know the God I serve. He has promised he will never fail. I will trust in him. I will trust in him. He has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. His faithfulness is forever sure. What song are you singing? Isn't it amazing that when you begin to sing a new song in an old setting, he changes the old setting? Remember Jehoshaphat. What song are you singing? It's time for a new song. It doesn't just change situations. It changes life forever. It changes destiny. A new song is high praise of our God. A new song is what, when heard, fear grips the tormenting agent of the devil and the devil himself. It says men will see and they will fear and they will put their trust in God. Nothing can be more evangelistic than a new song in a troubled period. It is like water in the desert. It is light in the darkness. A new song in my mouth. But remember, where does it come from? God puts it there. Then I recall the wonders of old. Then I began to worship and give him praise. And the Bible says God never abandons. He will never overlook his worship. He will never overlook his praises. The Bible says he inhabits them. No wonder creation we have to give. We just have to give way when we begin to sing. The Bible says you can't it all joy. How do you manifest joy? Singing, laughing, jumping. Hallelujah. It's time to sing a new song. Hear me. You will end this year in a new song. In the name of Jesus. You say, Pastor, you always say this because I know that's the word for the season. Regardless of how the year has been, you are finishing with a new song. In the name of Jesus. You are finishing with the high praises of our God in your mouth in Jesus' name. It doesn't matter whether you're in the prison right now or whether you're in the hospital right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what is trying to hold you back as you start singing. Paul and Silas started singing. <laughs> and nothing could hold them back. You're not created to be stagnated in life. You're not created to be imprisoned in life. The Bible says, He whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Nothing characterizes the new life like a new song. Colossians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 5. And it's our time, and it's your time to sing a new song. Please write me. I want to be able to sing much more than I'm singing. God is so good to me. It's my mouth with laughing, my tongue with singing. That's what God does. I prophesy. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Please write me, and let us rejoice together. 
thank you because you are the brighter morning star. You are the lily of the valley. You are the everlasting father. Indeed, your mercies never come to an end. If you are sick in your body, please receive this. By stripes you are healed. So I command that spirit of infirmity to cease in the name of Jesus. I don't care where the devil is coming from. Coming with death and destructions and fear and sickness and accident. I rebuke you, foul spirit, in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, yes. I say, now you hearing me, I say, rise and be healed. Uh, and start your jubilation and your celebration in Jesus' name. The same devil trying to oppress you is the same devil that will see you and flee a thousand times in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. Write me. Let's share these testimonies and let's rejoice together. And won't others be able to rejoice with you too? Remember, it's time for a new song. Keep singing. Don't give the devil an inch. God is on your side. God bless you. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.